Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope your week is going extremely well. Pam joins me today and we answer your listener questions. We get a great question about when the train is going to be back operational at the Magic Kingdom. And as our listener points out, the Transcontinental Railroad was put together more quickly than uh, this train with the, the Tron construction. So we have a discussion of that we also talk about why you should make those theme park reservations, even if your trip is a year out. It's not a bad idea. Also, what about making dining reservations right up to the point where a hard ticket event happens like Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party or the Christmas Party? How late can you make that dining reservation and kind of linger around in the restaurant? This and much more coming your way on today's podcast. As always, our shows are brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all of your Disney trip planning needs, whether it's down to Walt Disney World, out to Disneyland, sailing with Disney Cruise Line, or going around the world with Adventures by Disney. The agents over at the Magic for Less are going to take great care of you for no extra cost to you. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. You allow us to put these podcasts out week after week, year after year. Thank you so very much for that. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us over there, come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2170 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. And let's hope today's show hits the feed on time. Sorry about that on Monday. I don't know what happened. I got up on uh, Monday morning there and got ready to hit the treadmill for my walk and run. And noticed as I refreshed my feed to get my This Week in Tech and all my other podcasts that I listen to on the treadmill as I, uh, you know... Two and a half hours on the treadmill, super boring, so i got to have something to listen to. And I noticed, hey, where's my BR Guest podcast episode? I'm pretty positive they put out a show considering it was called Five Minutes with Mike. I know I was there. I know that we had a cancellation, but I know that I did do a show and something happened with it. It was fine on the website. Everything was good. You could listen to it there. Didn't go out on the feed, but it got out there eventually about six o'clock in the morning. So hopefully everything's good. You get this the night before. And everything is rolling. And, of course, we are here to answer your listener questions. We're going to have a good time with that today. I have a feeling I love listener questions. And joining me today, as always, your friend and mine, co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. Happy, uh, not Friday, happy Wednesday, Pam. What's going on? <laughs> happy Wednesday slash Monday slash, yeah, all the above. All those things. So, happy everything, everyone. It's the start of a new week, which is, you know, Wednesday still. Is it the start or is it at the end of a new week, do you think? See, that's the thing. It's really confusing for us because we always live um, as podcasters. Here, a little peek behind the curtain. We live in the future in the past simultaneously all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's so... Yeah. It's absolutely maddening for a podcaster because 
I'll tell you what. When when we record the shows, I mean, here we go. I'll just we're not fooling anybody. We've been doing this for almost fifteen years. We record the podcast on Monday, right? We yeah. record the Wednesday and Friday shows on Monday. But I'll tell you what, as soon as we finish recording, the first show that I edit is the Friday show on Monday night. Then I edit the Wednesday show on Monday night. And then come Wednesday, I record the next week's Monday show. So I never know what day of the week it is ever. I'm so confused. I'm just like, is it Taco Bell night? Or is this the night I get to go out and have dinner with my wife because we don't have a show to record? Because it's very rare. But that, that's how I live. Yeah. So, and two, the other thing is like once we started putting it on video, oh. then people knew for sure we weren't yeah. recording on Wednesday. So anyways, but what's funny is too, that you get to see by looking at the video feed is we really don't do a lot of editing at this point in our podcasting career. Not a whole lot. I mean, we, right. we, we, we say that it keeps things real and natural, but honestly, yes. it lets me live my life. I mean... <laughs> For sure. With, with, I mean, I put out five podcasts a week. There's no way that I could do a ton of it. I appreciate all the shows that have the fancy editing. They sound great. I mean, and they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. And they I put them one-to-one -one against ours. They're better. You know what? But, I mean, we try to get you something to keep you company five times a week. So we do what we can. <laughs> it, is, it is real. And in all these years of podcasting, we really haven't done anything horrible that needed that required oh, knock on the wood. edit knock beyond on, all edit. Knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. Because it, it it will happen. And so, you know, we, we just gotta be careful. But hey, let's answer list of questions. We have a lot of folks okay, in the chat. Thanks it. for being here. If you want to be with us in the chat, always drop in around five o'clock Eastern right now until uh foot high school football season ends. We're doing this at about five o'clock Eastern. So drop in, join us on Facebook or YouTube. Just search for the BR Guest Podcast. If you have a question, that gets you in right away. And Kim Taylor's joining us from down at Walt Disney World, one of our favorite, actually our favorite photo pass photographer, not one of our favorites, the absolute favorite. And we had a question last week, and it was a very interesting question that Pam and I had three quarters of the answer nailed. We have a yes. listener who's going to be down there for Dopey, <laughs> wants to get her metal pictures by all four park icons but doesn't have theme park tickets. So we figured out Cinderella Castle, no problem. Epcot, not an issue. Studios, you could do Tower of Terror from the path between the studios and uh, in the uh, boardwalk right there on, the, on that walking path. Could not figure out how to, get, how to sneak in without a ticket to get a picture with the Tree of Life. However, Kim was listening super early on Wednesday morning, mind you. Extra credit for Kim, because I know she was listening right away because she texted me. And she's here in the live chat with us tonight. She says, not sure if you've uh, if you've put this out there yet or not. We have not yet. But if you're looking to get that picture with the Tree of Life, now this is kind of cheating, but it'll work. If you go over to Disney Springs, they have a uh, PhotoPass portrait studio. Now this is over, I think it's kind of behind Basin, as I recall, over in the marketplace side, kind of behind Trendy and the co-op, all in that area. It's right behind Basin, as I recall, you, by Ghirardelli. So get some ice cream while you're there. And the Arebus Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get ice cream and a cigar. Is that their cigar place, right? Is that what that is? No, oh. they're the Crystal Place. Crystal, see, I'm, I'm not rich. Blast. I don't know. And it sounded cigarish. I don't know. I know. <laughs> I'm never going to have a crystal in my life. But here's the thing. They have a Tree of Life backdrop. Boom! free and you got memory maker and there you go so pam i mean is that cheating or is that genius or a little bit of both 
I think it's definitely both. Um, if you're uh, sometimes it's better to follow the spirit of the idea than, you know, to veer off completely and not have one um, for one of them. Right. For Tree of Life. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. I think it's I, I think it's a great idea. And, you know, such a, a good idea for those who don't have park tickets. I mean, no matter what, this is going to be better. So, so would, so in that vein, for those that tune in live here on Facebook and YouTube and see the video, or if you just go to the YouTube channel and search the video, does that mean where I record each and every week, is this considered a memory maker photo studio where I record? Because I mean, just as much as you could get your picture in front of the tree of life, Right now, you can get your picture in front of Epcot, the Spaceship Earth, right behind me. There you go. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yes. I see my medals. So there you go. <laughs> That's yes. all it is. Okay, so we have a question here from Timothy. Any news on the train at the Magic Kingdom? It took less time to build the Transcontinental Railroad than getting the Magic Kingdom train operational. I know. I'm ready for the Golden Spike in Ogden, Utah to happen here any moment. But you know what? How funny would that be if... On the last day before they bring the train back, they lay a golden spike somewhere <laughs> like behind like the Tron coaster in, I don't know, Frontierland or some, you know, or like the new, yeah. you know, somewhere back in Tomorrowland. That would be, Tim, you're a genius. I mean, but any, I, I mean, I did see though that they were putting train track in this week again. They were by the Tron thing. And that's what it is. It's not a rehab specifically on the railroad. It is actually the construction of the Tron coaster that is impacting the train's ability to run. As you all know, it goes around sort of the outskirts of the Magic Kingdom Park. And it does go through Tomorrowland, even though that is a steam-powered train (laughs) that you are seeing, right? Um, An actual one. And they were putting down the track in uh near where the uh tron coaster is in the last couple of days so hopefully we'll see that happen but i think one of the other things is that during the construction process i'm sure that there are eight million different rules for them to follow uh set up by osha and everyone else remember a few years ago they made them put actual um wire and with flags uh, around the roofs of many of the businesses that was, I believe, an OSHA thing that required that the wire itself or the guide rails itself weren't enough. They actually had to have the flags and all of that. So I don't know that do having guests ride through an active construction zone would have been OSHA approved. So <laughs> I'm just saying. What's hilarious about that is, though, because you're exactly right. I mean, there's so many regulations nowadays <laughs> for stuff like that, but there's a thing on Disney. One of the first things I watched on Disney Plus was this thing called Disneyland at the Holidays. Yes. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Dude, there's a guy that just bla- in the park blasts up into the sky in a jetpack. Yes. Right. How do they allow that to happen? I mean, I know that was a long time ago, but I mean, we've gone yes. from nothing. You're not allowed to do anything cool to like. This guy, it's 50-50 on whether he lives through this experience, and there's going to be 7,000 people watch him go to his demise, probably. It's crazy. And so (laughs) it's so funny because during the opening of Mission Space, the jetpack guy was there as well. Same guy from the 50s. Yeah, but you figured he didn't have long to go. You know, it was 48 years later. (laughs) Right. 
So I, and I thought that to myself now, he kind of was, you know, afar when we saw that happening, but yeah, I know the rules and regulations were not as strict at that point. I don't think. I'm so. kind of forward. You know, you sign a paper, you want to take a chance, go for it. I do get nervous <laughs> I, though. Like, like air shows, they make me a nervous wreck. I love air shows, man. I sweat bullets. Cause those planes, man, it's stuff like that. Like where there is real <laughs> danger. I don't like it, but like, I can't stop watching. It's just not. <laughs> it's, it's true. I don't know if I like it or not. It's not good for me. It's like watching a watching a Missouri or Alabama football game. Same thing. It takes years off my life. Anyway, Ashley's got a question. She says, "Do you need a reservation to go to the Disney Springs Photo Place?" You don't. You just go in, and it's kind of walk up, first come, first served. And there's photo pass photographers there, and because uh, this is a great place to go after Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique because uh, mm. Mallory had done this at uh, the, the Disney Springs location. Back then it was Downtown Disney. And I'll tell you what, I mean, it's like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously I've never done like a, a Vogue uh, magazine cover. Um, I mean, not yet. I mean, they haven't called not it. Yet. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if they lost coming. my phone number. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. You know what? I think it is. My phone has that thing on it where silence unknown callers. I got to turn that off because I'm sure Vogue's trying to call me every day. They are. They want you to be on totally. the cover. Totally. But the thing is, like, it's like work it. You know, they, they change the backdrops. They, you know, give you props. They have the little stool. Put your leg on the stool this way. Yeah. Turn that way. It's. I mean, it's pretty. It looks pretty fun. I mean, everybody gets kick out of it. And it's walk up. And I, I, yeah. I bet you 99% of the people have no idea it's there. I think the only thing it's missing is like a wicker chair, right? From like senior picture time. No, do you remember, and, no, do you remember Olin Mills? They need to make those shots where the shot where it's like a kid looking off in the distance. But remember the shots though that had like the second like the ghost head, like the ghost head looking off in the Yeah, we need those. Yes, it was like the family and then another version of the family off to the right or like the dad looking to the left and who was up there oh the mom or whatever i mean yeah there were some artistic liberties taken with some packages yes at olin mills so for sure all right let's close out the uh, olin mills section here kim does say hidden tip not everyone knows about there's a portrait studio in sir mickey's at the magic kingdom where you can get some great quality photos too so there you go now we know nobody else does so sir Mickey's. right that's good i, I didn't know that that's good stuff i didn't know Cool. All right. Elizabeth's got a question. Hey, BOGB family for our upcoming trip in November. My friend and I were able to pre-purchase Genie Plus before the rules change. She says we have reservations for Epcot on the day of our arrival. My question is, will we be able to, to begin looking at Lightning Lane reservations at 7 a.m. that morning, even though we're still going to be at the Detroit airport? I know that I will need to play around uh, to make sure I'm booking a time slot for after we arrive. But I didn't know if you needed to be on Walt Disney World property to book. Thanks for helping uh, all of us ultra planners try to keep up with the fluid rules on our favorite place in the world. Elizabeth from Toledo, Ohio. Go Buckeyes. <laughs> fluid rules. That's. I'm going to get a shirt that says Walt Disney World. Hashtag fluid rules. Yes. Now more than ever. Um, so, Pam, what about that? So, uh, can you do when you're sitting at the Detroit airport? Can you start to get busy? You I mean, can, it, you can trip. do that yeah, for go. sure. Um, that's one of the things you can do. It is not gated in a uh, geographically gated in any way. Um, you can make them from wherever you are. The one thing that we're 
we have just been discussing um, within our agency, actually, because this has come up a few times, is the one thing you want to make sure that you have done is that you've completed online check-in. Which is so this, weird because that, that's weird that it would be tied to that, but it is. That's a good tip because I, why are those two things tied together? But they are. And they aren't for everyone, sometimes. too. Yeah, sometimes. But I mean, why? why, yes. chan- why chance I before it, right? E, except, except after C. That's yes. exactly right. Except <laughs> except if your name starts with R-A-H. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And I will tell you, I know that there have been times that I've done it and I was not, I did not do online check-in. Um, and I usually do now. I didn't at some point, but I usually do. But so the thing that we have discovered is there is a glitch that sometimes impacts different guests that if you have not completed online check-in, that will impact your ability to make any lightning lane reservations. Um, so, or it, both individual and genie plus. Oh, it's just good to know though. I mean, it's good to, <laughs> it's but, good you to sh- know. but you shouldn't have to. But it's good for us to know. It's good. Well, uh, don't you wonder if the Disney company at whole knows about this? But I mean, the way we figured it out was one of our agents, Steve, was helping a guest who was on a plane trying to secure this, went to go make them, couldn't do it, had to call support. And this is what they told him. I mean, but who would have thought the two were related? You know, it's it's one of those things like it, it it's not... You know, what do they say in like technology terms? It isn't like discoverable. It isn't intuitive. You know, it doesn't, you wouldn't mm-hmm. connect the dots there because it doesn't seem like online check-in and because one's theme park related tickets, experiences, and one's hotels, you know, <laughs> why am I trying to connect the dots? They don't connect. Um, no. Mike. Okay. No. Kim has a question though. She does. She's out all the chips. Speaking of chairs, anyone uh, been to the boardwalk lately? I need to know if my chairs are back in the lobby. I know that they were actually, they took out one of my favorite little stores in the boardwalk. Did you see that? They closed little sundries place. I think it's going to turn into a coffee shop. That little seriously uh, off the wing. I like that short. I like that store too, because it had sometimes different things. It did. It was super small everywhere. Yeah. But I, I think they may be turning it into a coffee shop, which I don't drink coffee. So boo, boo hiss. Maybe they'll have other stuff though that you will drink. Yeah. Coke zero. I mean, and it'll be a freestyle machine, which I hate. So boo hiss. It was just cute. It was a cute little store, but those chairs, for one thing, they're nightmare-inducing, so maybe somebody finally burned them to the ground, but they'd probably come back to life and just chase you around if you did that. I, I think don't know. if you're in the lobby after 1.30 a.m., that's what happened. Oh, for real. Like, no, 3.13 a.m., you know, they, they dance. 3.13. Exactly. <laughs> so if anybody knows the status of the boardwalk chairs, and there's a lot of people that are obsessed with them, and Scott has made some wicked pictures with those chairs with a face-changing app. Which are, I mean, they take nightmare-inducing to another level. Um, please level. let us know. That's we love our audience. So if you happen to be there, you see the chairs, and you know, if I'm, if you know, you know the chairs in the lobby at the boardwalk. Let us know if they're back. And and if- we also have great video of Scott and his family doing a rehearsed dancing routine with those chairs in the background. Remember, that's where the whole routine that they had took place right there in front of the boardwalk. So. That is. That's what we do. All right. Cool. <laughs> Katie's got a question. Uh, hey, BOGP crew. My husband and I are heading down for an adults-only trip this early February. Since we always have our little ones with us, we thought we'd take advantage of some unique dining options. Has anyone had any experience with the celebration at the top, 50th Flavors and Fireworks at Disney's Contemporary Resort? Could that be any longer? 
Uh, we are wondering what the overall experience is. Would we be better off just securing a normal dinner reservation? We like the idea of all you care to enjoy food and drinks, and we both love to indulge. Uh, we would love to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks, guys. Katie's up in Michigan. Up in Scott's part of the world. Pam, have you done this? Because I have not. I haven't. So it's too funny. I haven't had a chance to do it yet. Um, but I've looked at it a few times, right? And I thought to myself, huh, that sounds like a good time, really. Um, it just seems like one of those things that is going to be a fun thing to do. I have read some different reviews of it. And the ones that I read were um, pretty complimentary of that. Um, I thought it was just a really sort of unique offering and i think it would be perfect for an adult only trip so it would be on my wheelhouse of things to do for sure yeah i would say i mean totally go for it right i mean this is meant for this kind of a trip and it sounds exactly like it's in your wheelhouse it's it's got the things you want i mean why why do it separately just go for it i, I say yes i agree it has stuff i mean you're bringing in food from a california grill right and uh, and all of that so i think that it's it's a good it's a good thing all righty, Kevin in the live chat says, if I have tickets during the day to the Magic Kingdom on a day when there's a Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party uh, goes off that night, can I have a plaza or be our guest reservation at 615, maybe arriving at 555 before having to leave the park at 6 o'clock p.m.? How close do they do those ADRs, Pam, on those nights? You can't do it after the party starts, I know, unless you have a ticket. Um, and it will actually warn you during that process. So I'm not sure what the last time they're doing this year is. We knew leading up to it. Um, but you typically are able to do it leading up to when guests are asked to leave the park. Um, and what's funny is there was one year, now this was a few years ago, um, be, that you weren't able to do it like the last 45 minutes that the park was going to be open like they did. But then they took that rule away. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but you should be allowed to do it up until the park closes to day guests. You will not be able to do it for um, reservations for people after, after that time. My guess, again, this is just totally my guess, but just the way things are going, I would guess that disney's pretty aggressive on letting people book adrs probably until maybe 15 minutes before the party starts and then making sure you're escorted directly out of the park after you finish your meal but again you know those those sit down restaurants they're not going to be open during the party and they want to kind of maintain that revenue source probably right up until the the bitter end i would guess wouldn't you think i mean it is i'm just thinking i would yeah they probably want to keep going Okay, uh, here's a, this is not a question, but it is an email that I just got today. And it's from Robin. She's in Evansville, Indiana. And the title is Ooey Gooey Butter Cake. And it says, so on Friday, on the way to St. Louis to watch the Cardinals blow it. Yes, they did. Uh, I listened to the latest BOGP episode. And then I noticed for the first time, there is a Deerbergs in O'Fallon. Which, here's the confusing thing. I, the city next to us is O'Fallon, Missouri. But there is also an O'Fallon, Illinois. About 20 miles across the river in Illinois. I think, because I'm using context here, if she's in Indiana, she probably went to the Deerbergs in Illinois. But we do have a Deerbergs in O'Fallon, Missouri. It doesn't matter, though. There's a Deerbergs in probably both. I know there's one by us, though. It says, on the way home, I might have made a stop. 
The podcast made me buy it. Y'all are now influencers, and I'm not mad about it. And I have this picture of these two gigantic <laughs> ooey gooey butter cakes. She bought at Deerberg's. One is the chocolate chip <laughs> variety. One's the straight old St. Louis ooey gooey butter cake with powdered sugar on top. Uh, she said, thanks for always making me laugh, the information, and the influencing, Robin. So, Pam, you are an influencer, too, so get used to it. No, we are not influencers. Taco Bell and ooey gooey butter cakes, bring it. I will influence those <laughs> for the rest of my life. I will not influence anything important, but uh, chili cheese burritos and ooey gooey butter cakes. What, what have I done with my life? I'm 49 years old. And, you know, like when, when my daughter goes to high school and talks to her friends, what what's your dad do for a living? Well, he's a chili cheese burrito and uh, ooey gooey butter cake influencer. Uh, you know, my dad, my dad does something cool. He's an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think we're influencers as much as we do share the things that we genuinely like. True. So just a dork. That, I think I that that's that may be it. Yeah, just that big, could be the thing. Yeah, just a big dork. Uh, here's the next question. New Year's Eve at the world. And uh, it's from Jessica. Hey, guys, my husband and I are sur- surprising. This is surpassing. My husband and I are surprising our kids with a trip to Walt Disney World from Christmas Eve to New Year's Day. We have park reservations for Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day to see the parade. No, I'm just kidding. I just threw that in there because I always love messing around with people. The parade doesn't happen on New Year- on Christmas Day, people. <laughs> it's recorded. Um but we are torn on which park to spend New Year's Eve in. Which park would y'all recommend? And if you have any holiday must-dos, please share. We have seven-day park hopper tickets planned. Thanks for bringing the magic to our home. And for influencing. No, she didn't say that. Just kidding. Hey, Jessica, thanks for the email. Okay, here's the thing. We always say New Year's Eve, right, for New Year's Eve. But or we always say we always say Epcot for New Year's Eve. What am I saying? I'm 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 terrible today we, we say new year's eve for new year's for eve, new year's eve. Yeah, i mean that's what it is i need a shirt that's what I'm, my shirt on new year's eve is gonna say that i always say new year's eve for new year's eve people um <laughs> don't wonder what exactly, you're doing that's exactly that's what everybody says at about midnight at new at epcot on new year's eve they don't know what they're saying um <laughs> so it's about the coherency of everybody so um i with kids no I would, I, I would, I would go one of the other parks. I mean, it's it, not that it's wide, like not family friendly, but I just don't know. I mean, like it's it's pretty wild. Would you say? I mean, I, I'm guessing they're kind of little. I don't know. I, what would you do? I would. I wouldn't. I don't. My kids. But then again, am I an abusive parent? Because I've taken my kids to New Year's Eve on New. They, I, I did it again. I've taken my kids to Epcot on New Year's Eve many years, and they're fine. Yeah. I mean, okay, they're not fine, but my kids have. They're, they're okay. They're, they've survived. I like New Year's Eve because it has more space and it doesn't feel so tight, True. right? And I think that that's a bonus when you're with kids. Um, you know. I don't think there's anything that goes on there that's too crazy. I mean, you know, the craziest things that we've seen involve like dudes in the holiday plaid suits, right? Remember those? Yeah, they were pretty sweet. Speaking of, kids wear that kind of stuff to homecoming now. Because we went, Mallory had her homecoming at her high school, first high school dance this past Saturday. And so all, you know, she's, she's cheerleader. So all the cheerleaders, all the golden girls, which are the dancers, some of the volleyball players, and their dates. I didn't. I thought we were just. I was told, meet at the park at three forty-five by our house. We're going to do pictures, 
I thought okay. it would be like her and her date and like a couple of her friends. Nope. There were like 60 people there and their parents. It was ridiculous. And the best part is there's this one kid. I like him. He listens to our show, Caden. Shout out, Caden. He, I know, kids at her high school listen to Worst Nightmare. He shows up in a suit that has pink flamingos on it with pink shoes, like pink vans. I, I like it. I, I do too, it, but I would have never I worn think that in it high school. Be, I, I think you should do something awesome. Like I agree. It's I would have never dance. had the guts. I know. It's awesome. But I anyway, love that. yeah. So I've got, I guess it is okay for kids. I just, the thing is though, you got to pace yourself because kids are going to be worn out by the end of the night. Don't go, yeah, don't so go make, rope dropping. Right. Make an ADR for dinner. That's your first yes. and foremost thing because you don't want to be standing in line forever to get counter service food. And you're going to want a place to sit down. I think that is one of the challenges that sort of happens. You sort of are just sort of walking around and you need some place to sit and it's a challenge. So make a reservation for dinner. Um, if you can do Genie Plus that day, I would suggest it so that you can make uh, reservations at some of the different lightning lane attractions. I think that that's really important. Fill in with some of the um, shows that you're going to want to see and be prepared for the cold. I think that that's something that we've talked about in the past wait, wait, episodes that who, it can be warm. Who, who's Nicole? Cold. Nicole. What was that? Nicole. Who's Nicole? The cold. Oh, the cold. I thought you said Nicole. I'm like, I don't know who Nicole is. Sorry, I I got like. No, sorry. <laughs> I am out of it today. I'm sorry. Did no, I, I say? I Nicole? Maybe. I don't know. I thought you said be, be careful, Nicole. I'm like, be is Nicole a new character? The cold. The cold. Okay. No, that be makes cold. sense because I had to buy the Wookie hat the one year, but it was awesome in the pictures, but it kept my head warm. Like a glance at what the podcast will look like. Yeah, if you go on the podcast too. cruise, you get this for like four solid days. This is it. <laughs> True. I mean, dinner, it's snacks, True. late night pizza. True. True. Awesome. Kinda. <laughs> a little bit awesome. On the beach, cabanas, <laughs> cookies, everywhere. This is it. This is, I mean, this is how it is. I mean, we we are not this fake. This show is anything but fake. No. This is exactly no. what you're gonna get. This is exactly what happens, just in a different setting. It's yeah. this. This is it. Just, man. just on water. Just a different background. Yeah. Fish, fish and boats. Uh, Paul's a question here. Let's get to it. Hey, Mike. Uh, let's see. Our sorcerer pass expires in January. We crammed three full trips in with those passes, planning on a lengthy break from the parks, banking our DVC points to do Hawaii. And then as the kids are a tad older, do, doing SeaWorld until the new Nintendo universe uh, there. Uh, let me lapse. I can't see forking up, let's see, close to 16000 to keep them renewed for trips that might happen five or six years from now. Paul from LSL. And it's one of those things. I think a lot of people are kind of in that boat where... There's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I know a lot of people are excited excited for all the changes happening over at Universal. We're going to get, um, what's it? Oh God, I forgot the name of the new park now all of a sudden. Epic Universe. Epic Universe. I knew it was Universe. Epic Universe. I mean, that thing, they're, they're building it crazy fast. It's See, the thing is, it's not my demo. Like, I... I have a little Nintendo. I don't know the Nintendo. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to watch the new Super Mario Brothers movie that everybody's complaining about the guy who did the voice and it's kind of fake in the trailer. It's it, like, I was just a little bit too old for the Super Mario crush. I, I do like the one, the original game. I've played every once in a while on my little fake Nintendo. 
But I mean, I get it. Like everybody's kind of banking points, looking at like you got it. You just got to do what you got to do. And when the time's right, you get back. And when the, you know the getting's good, you go. I mean, I think that's a great thing about Disney and Central Florida. There's something for everybody. You know, get down there for and have sure. fun. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think too, I mean, the only danger in letting your passes lapse is whether or not Same. APs will be for sale for again. And that got me. I agree. But you can, you know what? The truth is that you can always buy tickets. They don't have to be annual passes and you will be able to buy tickets. So I think it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to continue to renew in anticipation of a trip that will happen in the future because you'll end up um, spending many times over the amount that you might possibly have saved by using an annual pass. So even if you had to buy tickets for a couple times in one year, that is what it is. I, I think that you'll be able to do, um, you know, lots of good stuff anyway. And I can't wait for Epic Universe to open. I, I think it's just it's going to be fantastic for so many reasons. I think that it's absolutely a space where you can like Disney world and universal. Right. And I, you know, I'm team Disney, but I get it. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be, a, I mean, people are going to lose their minds. I mean, that stuff they're doing is going to yeah. be pretty sweet. It's like, sure. I mean, cause it's, it's, I know my nephews that are like in their, they're in college now. Like they were, they grew up this, I mean, on all the Nintendo stuff, every Christmas they were playing on their DS. They were, getting all the nintendo games i mean they were just all in and they still are you know the pokemon stuff i mean to be able to go to walk through you know they're going to be able to walk through those worlds yeah. where we walk through the worlds of our childhood that is their childhood. i mean if for a generation that's their childhood that's just like you know the disney movies were for us it, you know if you think about it yeah i know and the other thing that i'm really excited about is that I can't wait to see the hotels that are going to be I think part you know, of this as well. I agree. And I think, I mean, I've said this to a lot of, this is just my personal opinion on these things. I think Universal does hotels better than they do theme parks. Like to me, it, when I, when I went to Universal, I like the theme parks. I loved the hotels. That was, that was my biggest walk away of that trip. And that's why, I mean, they're in a part, their hotels are run with their partnership um, with Lowe's, which that is their business. Lowe's hotels are known across the world as being fantastic hotels. And that's who partners with Universal to make sure that those guests are receiving a fantastic experience. So there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot to love about the Universal hotels and Epic Universe will also have um, you know, more parts of the wizarding world. It will exist there as well. So there's going to be a lot of things for people to be thinking about in the next few years with Epic Universe. I, I'm looking forward to it. And I love both parks unapologetically. I, you know, I don't have to compare. I like them both for what they bring to the table. And I think that each park does something, you know, really great. And um, each park's. It, parks each of the parks well too and i mean even if you're not you know a huge fan of one or the other the thing is you want to root for the other one to succeed it's just like you know i'm gonna like i use apple products simply because they tend to work and they're pretty straightforward like i don't want to have to do tech when i'm trying to get my job done i just want to turn the dang thing on open the lid on my laptop and like my laptop talks to my phone it talks to my watch like if somebody texts me on my you know, on my watch, I can get on my laptop later that night and see the message from a guest. Like, I like that that interoperability. I know a lot of, a lot of people hate that because you got to be in this walled garden. There's a whole discussion with Apple, but I like that. Just be, and you got to pay a little extra. 
but everything just works. But the thing is, like this past week, Google had an, you know, a big announcement with their new phones and their watches. I want Google to succeed because competition makes everything better. Like when Google succeeds, that pushes Apple to push themselves a little further. Same thing with the theme parks. When Universal puts this great park out, Disney has to respond. I mean, it's just how the market works. So it's good for everybody. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think that that's always good. It's great for us. We're the winners, regardless of what happens, right? Is that each pushes each other. Um, and, you know, I will say I'm a huge fan of the fact that Universal, for their premier on-site resorts, offers that benefit that is fantastic. You have unlimited Universal Express Pass, which is basically... Um, included in your stay is front of the line access to the attractions. So that's, that's a really cool, cool thing. Like uh, Wayne and Garth and Wayne and uh, Wayne's world. This uh, backstage passes. Here we go. <laughs> that's right. All right. Kate's got a question. She's from down in Australia, which we love that. We love the people listen to our podcast all around the world. It still blows me away. She says, good evening. Well, morning for you. Quick question for you and the team with park passes being such a big deal. How far out should I book them? We go in August, 325 days away, and we have 14-day tickets, which, uh, oh, sorry, she's in Brit, uh, she's in, sorry, she's not, sorry, you're not in Australia, you're in the UK. We're everywhere, sorry about that, different continent. Everywhere. Yeah, we have 14-day tickets, which, as we are Brits, include park hopping and the water parks. Sounds like the tickets you were talking about on Sunday's show. When do we need to book our park passes? Since it's after the parks have started to slow down, is it as urgent? We don't know how much we want to be at each park yet or any of that. Thanks for all you do, Kate and Benjamin. P.S. Benjamin was so excited to have hashtag Scotty G back on last week. He was very upset that he was not there the week before. I agree. When Scott's not there on Sunday nights, I'm upset, uh, Benjamin, because then I got to do the show by myself. And Scott's waiting for the wing, waiting in the wings. He'll be back on these regular Wednesday and Friday shows. I told him it's going to happen because Ricky's going to have a baby at some point and he's going to have to fill in. So I told him <laughs> you're there. And he's actually, I don't know if you saw that we uh, put out some uh, art for our new logo. He's in, he's a cartoon. So he's uh, he's official now. So he's, he's there. So we appreciate he's inked that. in. Yeah, exactly. I paid for that. So he's in. Um, here's the deal though. What's your advice for folks? I mean, she's going basically a year from now in a not crazy busy season, but why chance it, right? You can always change it. That's the thing I tell people, go ahead and make the park reservations. I mean, they can be canceled. You can try to get new ones for different days. You can change the parks on the days based on availability for all of these things. So there's no reason to not do it. Just go ahead and make them um, keep a record of that somewhere so that you know sort of what your plans are. It actually will help you when you start to think about the things that you want to do each day. Um, and it will help you absolutely when you go to make your dining reservations. That's something that you'll want to think of as well. But the beauty of having the park reservations is that you know you're not going to be shut out of something and you are in the best position to help plan your days. Now, this does not mean that after five minutes after you make your park reservations that you can't change your mind and switch them. And you can do it a hundred more times between now and when you actually travel. And once you get there, you can always change them 
for the next day or even that day based on availability. So don't feel like you're locked into anything. I think it's just one of the things that you can do as part of your reservation. And I'd take advantage of that. What I do when it's like that far out and I have no idea what I'm going to do, like way before dining and everything, I just go, I want to be in the magic. So if I'm going for like six days, I'm like, okay, I want to be in the magic kingdom too. I want to be in the studios too. I want to be in Epcot one, you know, animal kingdom one. And I just put like kind of, and I just spread them out like, okay, day one, I want to go to magic kingdom. You know, I want to end the trip at Epcot. And then I just kind of the middle days, I just throw them in there so that I get like two, you know, the right amount of days in each park. She has park hopper too. I mean, that's, that's kind of your safety net. That's your parachute, right? You can hop around. That's, that's yep. the thing too. Yeah, it so. is. And it's, it's the best, it's the best way to be. I think it's for me, um, the park hopper was always really important, but since this has all started, it, it has become even more important. If that was possible, I didn't think it was possible, but it's actually more important to me to have park hopper than ever before that flexibility in being able to hop to every park I want to go to after that, after two o'clock, I can visit all four parks in one day if I want to. And that's really important. Crazy, but yeah, you can. You'd yeah. be tired, but you can. People do it. Um, I'm too old, yeah. but that's not me. Okay, so last question of the day. And speaking of Australia, this one does come from Australia. No kidding. It was the next in the queue. So we're going from the UK to Australia, from, from O'Fallon, that's Illinois. so crazy. To the UK, to Sydney, Australia. Uh, it's from Natalie. Hey, Mike. I'm writing from Sydney, Australia. I love listening to the podcast to get tips for our trip next year in September. We haven't visited since 2008. We stayed at All-Star Sports. So for me, this trip is all about doing Disney right. We're staying at the Galactic Star Cruiser, Caribbean Beach Resort for the Skyliner, and Animal Kingdom Lodge, and then on site at Universal. We also have friends who will be staying with us at Pop. I have two questions, if that's okay. First of all, Pam, real quick, give a critique on this this uh, stay. Galactic Star Cruiser, Caribbean Beach, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and Universal. And they're going to swing a little stay at Pop. Winning. Um, for sure. I will tell you that <laughs> I think about Galactic Star Cruiser and our time there more than any other Disney stay that I have experienced in my life. And I, I just keep reflecting back on like all the things that we did, how much I love that stay, but you're staying at a bunch of great resorts and I'm a little jealous. I'm going to say. I find Sounds like a fantastic disturbing. Yes, I do too. No, just kidding. Okay. Uh, we are <laughs> staying a few days before Disney in Orlando for things like Kennedy space center and the uh, Springs in Tampa and we'll probably rent a house. Do you and the team have any recommendations on which area or suburbs to say? Unfortunately, I don't because I only book on site at Disney and Universal. We don't think we have any calls on that for the houses. We are not. And I, I don't know what, you know, what the best thing is to do in that space. I really don't. Um, I, I have stayed away from that whole process just for a number of different reasons, but it's I hope that you're able to find something that works really well. For right. You. Cause it's like, what I tell folks is like, I know that you're going to have a certain experience when you book with Disney or universal. Like I can almost guarantee that when you go into like Airbnbs and stuff like that, it's just, it, it's a wide range. And that is, it makes me a little it uncomfortable sometimes. 
I, yeah, I think as an agency, that's sort of how we all feel is that it's just really challenging because if something goes wrong with an Airbnb, we don't have someone that we know can help us advocate for things to go right. So that's why we just aren't involved in that kind of process. But I'm not saying yeah. that Airbnbs yeah, are bad or anything. I just don't like I don't have anyone to contact there and I want people to have the best experience. So uh, there are great Airbnb things. And that's the thing I would do is make sure that you're looking at the reviews and make sure that it is someone who's been reviewed well and that the, you do have emergency contacts and someone to get in contact with if something doesn't go as planned. And she says, also, do Disney restaurants do Uber Eats to the hotels? We only have limited time, so I'd love someone to deliver us some beignets so we can try them. Thanks so much uh, for a fun and positive podcast. Thanks, Natalie. So I know you can get like Uber Eats and all that stuff like from Chick-fil-A. I, the thing I always see, and I don't know why, it's always a Coronado. Chick-fil-A is like flowing in there. They should just like build a Chick-fil-A in the lobby at Coronado. Because I'm always seeing like a DoorDash and Uber Eats just bringing in Chick-fil-A. So you can do that kind of stuff. But I don't, you can't go like French Quarter to Coronado or anything like that. We, that no, I wish you could. There's I been rumors that they've, they've. I've heard on like surveys that they're surveying this possibility. I think it'd be right? genius, right? Oh my God. That'd be great. It'd be like room service, I, like hotel to hotel. I know, right? It would be, it would be really cool to see. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't think that they have the staff at the restaurants even to even attempt this at this point. Right. So um, that's where the challenge is. I think that's good. I mean, it's good. Um, you know, opportunity to though to go check out, like, you know, if you want the beignets, go to French Quarter, check it out. You know, just what I would do is combine it with the day at Disney Springs, Disney Springs, hop on the boat down the Sasagula, get off at French Quarter, explore that resort. It's super small. It's beautiful. Grab some beignets, sit down outside, enjoy the weather for 30 minutes, grab the boat back Disney, or just grab a bus from Disney Springs back to wherever you want to go, theme park, you know. Yeah, that's minutes. a great idea. It'd be fun. All right. Well, hey. We answered a lot of questions today. That was fun. I love these shows. Aren't they a lot of fun? I mean, we have a good time with them. I think the questions help keep us on our toes. And it, I think, too, it helps me think about my trip in different ways. When I hear about things that people are asking about over and over again, I think it also helps us be better agents in that space, right? Because we know, like, this is a question we get all the time. Um, and I, I like that, too. So it's really cool to see what people are thinking about. Mostly it's making me think about ooey gooey butter cake and uh, beignets. <laughs> so just, just being honest, just being honest. All right. That's going to do it for today's show. But hey, you want to get your, your uh, answer, your answer. If you've got an answer, it'd be better. But a question <laughs> in the queue, send it to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Just put listener question there in the header. And I'll put that in the uh, file there. And we'll grab uh, that question for next week's show. So again, Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com, listener questions. And we'll take care of that for you next week. As always, our shows are brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We would love to help you plan an amazing Disney trip. No kidding. You're going to pay the same that you pay booking directly with Disney, but you have a partner in the planning. You have somebody to call in those payments, call in modifications. Uh, but more importantly, we are that safety net. We are there to send you reminders in that email that are, you know, they're, they're the stuff that you got to do, like final payments or Hey, guess what? Your ADR day is coming up here in about a week. Let's start to think about what you want to do when it comes time to dine. To dine, But also, tips that you might not even expect there land in your email like, hey, why don't you think about an external battery charger? Because that's something you're going to need. And here's a couple links if you want to get some good ones. These have good reviews. 
things like that, things to pack. It, it's not only practical advice that you're going to get when you work with an agent for the Magic for Less, but you're going to get stuff that's just fun to get in the inbox instead of your boss nagging you about getting that report in for the seventh time this week. Hey, just, you know, pull it up and dream for five minutes. I mean, come on, you deserve that. And also you have an agent, a real live agent there. If you have questions, you ask that question and the agent will get back to you like, hey, yeah, let's let's figure that out. We'll solve that for you. So it's, it's great. And again, it costs you nothing extra. And we're always out there hunting for those discounts for you as well. It's a win, win, win. So check it out. Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line Adventures by Disney. We're standing by right now to help you plan a great trip. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. Again, I think this is like Black Friday in October or Amazon Prime 2.7. Something like that this week. But if you're going to be shopping on Amazon, our link works. So please use it. Please click through. We'd appreciate it. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the show. You make all these shows possible. And I promise to get them out on time if I can. So uh, Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast, where you find all that, including Mike in the Midwest, our bonus show for our patrons. So check it out today. Give Pam a follow. She's on the social media over at TMFLT Pam. So check her out on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at BR Guest Mike. Would love to talk to you this week. And of course, join Scott and I this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We turn the show over to you and we talk Disney. We got so many calls last Sunday night and it was awesome. So we want to do that again this Sunday night. So join us on Facebook or YouTube. All right, we're going to be back again on Friday. Ricky's going to join us and we know the topic. It's going to be fun. We're talking about our favorite obscure and I'm talking obscure. I already texted Ricky and said, no figment, not obscure enough. Our favorite Walt Disney World characters. Now, can't be movie characters. No Dick Van Dyke or anything like that. Walt Disney World characters, and they have to be obscure, but ones we love. And I have a hot take on mine. So join us for that. Then we'll carry it over on Sunday night with Scott. You call in with yours. It's going to be fun. So until then, we'll get back together on Friday. So have fun. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon you've been listening to the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast if you have questions comments or would like to be a guest on the show please visit our website at be our guest thanks for listening and we'll see you real soon